Welcome to Reboot Republic, the podcast that goes behind the headlines and looks at the big issues in this republic of inequality. We are the podcast of solutions and the podcast of hope, and I'm your host, Rory Hearn. And in today's podcast, I'm joined back on the pod by David, who is a renter, and he told a story a number of months back before Christmas about the impact of eviction that he was facing as his um, landlord had given them the eviction notice and we talked about home and a lot of people who listened were struck by it and moved and David has since on Twitter um, at Saracen has been talking about the impact of um, what is facing him losing his home and he's back on the podcast and I'm delighted to have him back and we'll hopefully Give again people an insight to the reality of of what it means to be losing your home right now in as what David himself has termed um broken Ireland. David, thanks so much for coming back to talk to us. Thank you, Rory, and uh, good to be back. Yeah, it's your your deadline is looming. Where what what's the timeline? Uh, eight and a half weeks. Eight and a half weeks, and uh, after after Christmas, there uh, got through Christmas, and it suddenly clicked how long I actually, well, we actually have left, and yeah, I'm I'm struggling to get out of a, a deep out of a hole at the moment. Um, I think we're both in the same situation. Uh, Depression. Yeah. And that's something people don't want to talk about in this country. And men don't like to talk about it. Women will talk about it. Men won't talk about it. And there's, there are days when I just sort of, I'll have a good, I'll have up and down days. Um, when I went out, uh, took apart my, Checking area and two <laughs> two hours to take it down, two weeks to build, and I just sort of came in and my partner Mari said, You just don't look right. I said, I'm not. And I said, I've just taken away memories. And yesterday I went down to my shed or my landlord said, yeah. <laughs> and uh, looked in us went tools. Right, I've got to get sorted and start getting rid of tools. You know, I used to be the optimist in this household. Um, I think I've probably turned to the pessimist. Mari's going to be more the optimist you know she said no we will get somewhere we will get somewhere and i'm just sort of going yeah all i can see is the streets at the moment and i went into the shed yesterday started started taking apart my worktop i've got you know little grinders on there for sharpening scissors chisels and my advice for holding stuff and i'm taking you know I'm having to unbolt them from the worktop that I made in the shed. Yeah. And then went, right, I'll put them up on Facebook, see if anyone wants them. No. Okay, fine. Uh, 
outside my local men's shed associations. They said, well, unfortunately, <laughs> we've got so many tools we don't need anymore, which is understandable. And I'm sort of right. And so, uh, so I tweeted a photo of the shed. And, you know, I just put up there, right, got to get rid of, you know. And I said it was heartbreaking. I've got to get rid of 10 years' worth of tools, 10 years of memories of working in that shed, getting that shed, my little space, my little kingdom, yeah. you know. And uh, I was overwhelmed, I have to say, by the amount of people that not only tweeted and retweeted, but the offers of help. And that puts your faith back in humanity, but it doesn't put your faith back in the government because they're not going to, they're not bothered. Yeah. They're not bothered, you know, they're not. To me, I'm just another, or rather, to them, myself and Mari, we're, we're just numbers on a sheet. And there's so many people now coming forward, even to me with their stories of the situation that they're in, you know, facing the same situation. Um, a lady, 14 years in her accommodation, being evicted and possibly <laughs> she's looking to build a van, you know, to live in. Another young girl, 18 months, and she's literally got two weeks to leave. I'm lucky, I suppose. I had the, as someone, <laughs> as I said to someone on Twitter, well, oh, you didn't get that? And I said, no, I did actually get the requisite notice. And whether she was, uh, <laughs> I get some of them on Twitter that I call the landlord's agent. <laughs> uh, the landlord's <laughs> agent. The landlord's agent, yeah. They, you know, they're all for the landlords and not for the tenants, you know. Yeah. Well, Twitter can be a hard space. It can be, you know, there's people on there who you're absolutely right are not there genuinely, you know, expressing, you know, how they're responding to a situation. They're there with an agenda and there are absolutely Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've even seen it targeted against yourself, you know, and I just sort of think, what kind of bullshit world are they living in? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Unless, they, unless they're willing to walk in my shoes, then don't judge. Yeah, absolutely. But as you said, you got overwhelmingly... You know, when I saw it, the, the message you put up and, and I was quite struck by it, um, you know, and, and I retweeted it because I thought it was quite a to me in many ways. It just it summed up everything. You know, the fact that here were you, you know, your home of, as you say, you know, 10 years. And it's something that that, you know, I think, as I say, you know, regularly that that landlords don't get a lot of them that this is your home, you know, this is your tenants, this is the, the tenant's home, it's not just your property. And, you know, it's it's something that I think really has to change in this country. And um, it was, 
you know, something that, you know, where you said about the, you know, the tools. And I was just thinking about, you know, and listening to you there talking about, you know, the shed, you know, it was your space and, um, you know, what that meant to you. And it just that was your home. And now, um, as you said, memories were made of it. You know, it's it's as you say, it, it's extremely difficult. And I, and I don't know what to say. Yeah, it is. It is difficult, and and memories, memories have been dashed. Memories of <sighs> memories have been dashed to the wall. Um, it's yeah, it, it is. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. You know, again, I sort of, <laughs> I'm trying to be the typical man. Keep my keep your emotions down, boy. <laughs> yeah. um, it is, you know, and it's not helping with the with our relationship either. To be honest, because we're sort of ending up shouting at each other, you know, and obviously it's getting more stressful as the times coming nearer and nearer. You know, not so much shouting, but arguing. Yeah, you know, arguing. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, I'm also like. Well, how, how could how could you not be with that level of stress and worry and mm. you know it's you know it's completely understandable you know people people living with daily issues you know have stress and arguments you know it's completely normal and and likewise you know I think you know the emotions that you're feeling and like I can't imagine that level of of uncertainty of not knowing what's ahead and it's yeah. It just shows yeah. the fundamental importance of home and, and the secure home. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> and it in terms of what you've been looking at, just for people, you know, you've been posting it as well. You've been looking for rental properties. Like what sort of rents have you seen in, in the area and what's available? And I don't know what happened here. I don't know. It just it, it dipped out for some reason. I was just saying, David, that um, all ah, right, we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I just said you were posting up like you know rents of 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 properties in the wider area and stuff like that. Like, what sort of thing things are they yeah. looking for, and what's out there? Well, I mean, funny enough, I was look, looking on on Daftai again this morning, and I mean. Even around where I am, up in the up in North County, Dublin, I'm looking at rents of $2,600, and that is beyond my income. Yeah. So I'm trying to find somewhere that hopefully, you know, if the landlord takes HAP, somewhere in the region, say, 15, 1600 so that that way I can still afford to rent, you know. But even that's, that's those kind of places are impossible at that kind of price seems to be hard to find. Then you've got to make sure, then you've got to approach the landlord to see if they'll accept uh, HAP. I mean, we've actually got onto the housing list now. And as a 
not first-time renter, but as first-time renter that would be using the HAP allowance. I'm not even sure how that works. I yeah. don't even know. We don't even know how to go about it. You know, when we spoke to the, I spoke to the um, local council, and I said to, "How does this all work?" Well, just go on to the website, do this, this, and this. And I'm going, yeah, but haven't I got to approach that? Haven't I got to approach the landlord first? What do I do? I, do I go and rent the place? And then go, oh, by the way, I'm going to get hat. You know, I want to apply for hat. And then he goes, well, you know what? Out the door. Yeah. You know, so it is a, it's a very unsecure situation because you're looking at properties going, well, we might be able to support that with HAP allowance, but is the landlord going to accept HAP? You know, or do we try and go for it? <laughs> Literally put all our money into the rent and then go, right, now we need to get HAP. And the landlord says, well, actually, I don't accept HAP tenants. Off you go again. You know, it's. It's a vicious circle. It is. It's, it's turning into a vicious circle of looking, thinking about it, and then going, "Well, no. How do I? How do I go about it?" You know. And we've been, we're both looking at properties there, and we're sort of going, "Well, no, we can't. We can't go there. We can't. We we don't know. If, we don't know. We we, we don't know what we're doing." Be, be honest, we don't know what we're doing. You know, we've... <laughs> oh, David, I can see it on you, and, and it's we're, we're, we're losing, just losing it all. It's so so hard, and and I know, you know, people are you know want to support you, and and there are organisations there, and I'll talk to you after about that. In terms of threshold and, and you know focus Ireland well, and others. Who well, funny enough, uh, went <laughs> went through a threshold, and <sighs> so, uh, I don't. Uh, I've tried contacting the threshold, and uh, yeah, I don't know if they've. Uh, let them know aware of the situation and had no contacts since and I'm sure yeah. I'm beginning to I'm beginning to doubt if people can help. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to the stage where I'm sort of going What can other people do? I've got to try you know, we've got to try and help ourselves, you know. Yeah. This is this is the way we've been brought up, you know. At our ages, this is the way we've been brought up. That you have to fight for what you want for yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. you know? And yeah, I, I I said I will talk to you afterwards, and you know I can follow up with threshold as well, and I know. The, all these organizations are inundated with people at the moment in terms of, you know, as you say yourself, you know, and, and we know there's a, a tsunami of evictions going on in the private rental sector. At yeah. The moment. Um, and as I say, so many people are even reaching out to me, you know, saying, 
telling me their stories. Uh, I think I've become a, a catalyst. Yeah. For, for want of a better word, you know. And I don't mind listening to, you know, and if I can try and help them, you know, I will the same way people are trying to help me or trying to help us. Yeah. And and it, it is incredible that you are, you know, that you were willing to, to tell your story. And, it, you know, it's a really, um, you know, important thing that you're doing in, in talking in this because, I, you know, I can see it's not easy. I can hear it. You know, I can see the upset in your, you know, in your face, in your eyes and hear it in your voice. And, and it's very difficult, you know, to imagine that. And I know a lot of people will feel it. And, and you know, my heart, you know, really breaks for you. And that's why I feel I want to try use this, whatever I can do to try and, you know, show, give you the space to talk and tell and highlight other people's stories as well. And I know you're doing it, you know, you're doing it on Twitter. And um, I think that the the other thing on, on HAP is that it's actually illegal for landlords to um, not accept someone on HAP. It's against mm. the, the equality legislation. And again, that's something that the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission have have highlighted and can progress cases and, and I can talk to you about that before, but that is there is uh, after that is there as well. Um, do you want to just remind people again, because some people will be listening to this new David in terms of what you do yourself and tell us a bit about you <laughs> and what you like to do. Well, I do like to do DIY, but as I said, uh, the shores of our going to go, will be going with the storage and uh, a big shout out to uh, Des in Carlo for uh, Taking that on, and to the, as I say to the many other people they've offered, uh, I'll be 62 in March, 14th of March. So yeah, I'm not putting it out there. I don't. I don't need birthday cards, honest. I don't need reminding <laughs> of my age. Uh, forklift driver. Uh, my partner Mari, she's <laughs> she's in the other room. She she will come on to this. She'll let me do the talking. Um, she'll be, she's 58, I uh, think then. Now she's 57. She'll be 58 uh, this year. So, we're sort of, <laughs> we were hoping to approach our golden years <laughs> or retirement, possibly uh, in a place that we could call our own. But, uh, you know, I'll say to everyone listening to the po podcast, it is what it is. You know, it is tough, but uh, we're going to keep going. And I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm, the I'm the tweets poster, so I'll be keeping everyone posted as to, as to what's happening. Um Mari's part of a, a housing action group over on Facebook. Uh, she co she comments under my name. So <laughs> we're sort of uh, we're not becoming activists. We're becoming more outspoken. Yeah, 
about the situation of what's happening in this country. And, you know, as people will see from my tweets, you know, hashtag Broken broken Island, it is is a broken island and it's a broken government trying to govern a country of of people who have got rights, tenants' rights, and we need to have a right of tenure and a right of tenancy. No, we have to have that right of landlords won't agree with me on this of long term tenancy. You know, if they're coming into the market, then they must. They've got to look at it as a long-term prospect, not just as a short-term investment. And with the vulture funds and the cuckoo funds coming in, and they're building apartments, not houses, apartments, and they're charging astronomically ridiculous prices for rent. And they're invited in by this government. I have put out on Twitter about the PR stunts, as I call them. The the housing for all plan. That's a broken plan because uh, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't work. It's unaffordable for those who want to buy a house and it's unfeasible for those that need to rent. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I, th- I think it's, you're absolutely right. And it's, that's well put, unaffordable for those who want to buy a home and unfeasible for those who who need to and want to rent it is absolutely the case and i think that you know when when we look at this you know there has to be a massive change in how tenants are treated as you say that they are given lifetime security of tenure and it really annoyed me that the government um and the minister for housing you know portrayed this new legislation where they offer a potential of lifetime and indefinite tenancies when, you know, as in your situation or other situations, the landlord can still evict a tenant if they're selling up. And as long as that exists, you have no security There's of tenure. No, no security of, of tenure. And <laughs> the housing minister, T-Shop and the Tanoshka, landlords themselves. You know, and it made me laugh when... You know, you see me whole Martin, oh I come I come from humble backgrounds, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, look at you now. And it wasn't a two up, two down that you came from. You know. Leo Varadka, a landlord, renting out property for sixteen hundred a month. Dara O'Brien living in a nice little pile in Malahide and it makes you angry and it gets you angry because they won't listen to the people 
They just won't listen to the people. And this is where I go from being upset to getting angry. Yeah. You know, and getting angry at the government, you know, and possibly at all the, all the parties across the board. You know, they're all promising we'll do this, we'll do that. Promises are fine, but they don't work unless you implement them. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. It is so true, and it it is. It's just heartbreaking, and it's so frustrating, and and as you say, you know, understandably so angering for you that there's all these promises and talk, and yet here you are facing being evicted from your home in eight eight and a half weeks time, and nowhere nowhere to go. No, um, it's hard, yeah. It's it's just wrong. It's wrong that we treat people like this. That we treat, you know, our fellow citizens like this. That it's it's just wrong in in one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And um, I think that you know, COVID. You know, there was a lot of growing housing protests before um COVID hit, and I think they will come back again. Um, and I know that, for example, as well as the Katu Tenants Union who are, you know, organizing and supporting tenants as well and protesting against evictions. But ultimately, you know, people have to raise their voice in in every way they can. And, and the more people like you that talk out, the more, you know, the, the wider public will hear and see. Because at the moment, I think it's all statistics. It's all numbers. And people don't hear or think about the human yeah, they, story, the human cost. Yeah, they don't hear the real voice behind that graph on the paper. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why your voice is so important mm. is powerful and important because you put the voice, the face to the numbers. And thank you for giving me the, the opportunity to do that Rory. I, I do appreciate that. And the more, the more people that not only hear my voice, but, can hear the voices of the other people in my situation, be it through Twitter, Facebook, the press, whatever, you know, then more power to us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And listen, David, thank you so much uh, for coming on again. Um, people can find you on Twitter. You're David Patrick, and it's at Saracen48. That's S-A-R-A-C-E-N 48. They can follow you there um, and hopefully support. And maybe, you know, there might be someone who might know somebody who has somewhere to rent. um, And maybe that will come true there. But either way, you are doing, um, you know, really, uh, I think, powerful um, action yourself by sharing your story and sharing the pictures. because it is so important that we put a human face on this and a human story because that I think is the power uh, that will change things when people more and more people start saying this isn't acceptable, this isn't right, but this is the reality as well. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, thank you and um, you know, stay, stay as strong as you can and all our hopes and prayers are with you and um, you know, we'll be following you along and, and maybe we might talk to you again in a couple of weeks and hopefully you'll find something. 
Yeah, well, as I say, I'll be keeping everyone updated on Twitter and, uh, yeah, certainly be good to do a, do a catch up again and we'll see how, how we're chugging along. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> thanks to you and to your partner as well. And, um, yeah, thank you, David. No problem, Rory. Thank you. And that was David there. And just, uh, to, to listeners, if anyone is, uh, affected in any way in terms of the housing crisis that, you know, Threshold is there, Focus Ireland is there, and the Katu Tenants Union as well. And of course, as well, there is, um, you know, wider support in terms of affected. The Samaritans are there as well. And, and we'll put up the links and numbers on that as well. Um, and we need to keep hope and we need to, to work together and we need to give David and so many others the voice and the sense that they're not alone, that they, there are people out there who are with them. Um, and we are, um, and we'll do all we can to stop people being made homeless and to make sure that they have homes. So, um, if you can help yourself in any way, if you know anybody who has somewhere, um, and also add your voice to the ongoing campaigns. Um, you can contact us at rebootrepublic at gmail.com or um, I'm on at Rory Hearn on Twitter. Um, and listen, thank you so much, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>